Welcome to the Points Performance Podcast. This week, I'm joined by Daniel Patterson. Um, Daniel, um, I've, I've known you for a couple of years. I've only ever actually met you once. Could you introduce yourself, please, mate? Of course, matey. Yeah, Daniel Patterson, um, co-owner of Whitfield CrossFit uh, since 2013. Um, PA personal trainer and used to, used to own Rep It Out which is when I first met you in, you know, and I think that was the first competition. Um, sorry, my dog's just coming over. Right, sorry. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think that's where I met you. Uh, and you actually went on and won it, so fair play, mate. Yeah, it was a good day, that. Was that 2018? 2018 it was, yeah. Is, is it October? The missus is agreeing. Because uh, um, Laura, my wife, was pregnant with our daughter, Thea, at the time. So he's all right. sat there all day, <laughs> loving it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, at least you, at least you won it, mate. I know. Yeah, it was it was a good day that with um, me and my mate Richard Orton. It was good. It's good. Yeah, um, you both did really well, mate. I remember from that comp, I was um, I was obviously watching the, the top athletes compete, and uh, I was like, I can get on with this guy. Like he's, he seems like a true guy. Uh, he's a great athlete, and, he, and you absolutely bossed it that day, mate. It was good. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for not putting any heavy lifting in as well. Um, <laughs> okay, so we'll skim over that. Um, so, mate, we we uh, obviously stayed in touch a little bit after that comp, um, the old Stalker book and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then we've talked back and forth a little bit since. So this this chat just today is just to talk about how your life has been as a gym owner. Um, with it's your, your is it's a friend, Paul, isn't he? Who you own your gym with. He is, yeah. So basically, we we met when uh, I joined Village uh, Health and Fitness. He was team leader at the time. He employed me as a personal trainer there. So then we got to know each other. We stayed. I stayed there about eighteen months, realizing that you can't fucking make any money working for somebody else. Uh, so then we decided that we were going to go on a zone. So we opened a zone PT studio, physique personal training, and that was in two thousand and. 10 2009 2010 um obviously we worked together since and then in 2013 we we opened Wakefield CrossFit and then yeah the rest is history since then brilliant and um what's it like is it what's it like going in the gym with your mate is it stress is it like do you ever like get at each other or is it always uh, not right? well yeah I'm sure I, I'm sure you'll know the same mate like you always have you always, always you, know, you can always have differences, but the thing with me and Paul is we're very much on the same page with everything. Um, I think in in what the eight years that we've we've well, eight years that we've owned CrossFit and the 12, 13 years that we've actually worked together all in all, we've probably had about three crosswords really. Mm-hmm. Um, and like like guys, like you do, you have a bit of a, a discussion and you talk it out, which is how everything should be <laughs> resolved. Um, and then you just come to a conclusion, and and, and normally if yeah if one of us explains their point of view, um, we in and you, you articulate it well, then the other one will come on board, or, or you you find a way to to meet in the middle somewhere. But yeah, mate, we get on well. He's a he's a good pal, um, and I trust him basically with with my life. Yeah, brilliant. That's how you story that, mate. And that's why you've got such a successful gym that's been going for a long time. Because as we know, not all cross- CrossFit gyms last forever. Um, you know, they, they do rise and fall quite a bit. And they, they have in our area, certainly, there's mm. always been like a couple of gyms that pop up and then, you know, eventually they, they close or whatever. And then we take a few of their members. Um, cool. So what's it, what's it been like with your members over the, over the last year or so then? 
Um, so, I mean, our, our community is really strong um, and we're very proud of that, to be honest. Um, of, as, well, obviously, like anything, you get, an, you get a natural drop-off of members um, with any gym. Uh, the problem with, obviously, when you're on lockdown is that you can't replace those members. Um, so you're just getting a natural drop-off. And then you obviously get the, the, the certain people who are maybe not that well involved in the community who will cre- cancel or freeze the membership, which, you know, is fine and understandable. But, yeah, credit to, like, us as a gym as a whole and our, and our uh, coaches and our community. Most of them, um, the majority of the, the, the members wanted to stick by us because they wanted to see us up and unsolicited uh, wash by if, if it ever does. But yeah, so yeah we're, yeah, we're very proud of it. And a lot of them are still with us, mate. They're, they're brilliant members. Brilliant. Yeah, that sounds really similar to our box, you know. Sounds really yeah. similar. Like we had a few guys who just, who, who've actually moved jobs or moved job roles, moved away stuff like that happens. Then a few people drop off, like you said, who, you know, they might not have been at the gym as long, something like that. Yeah. And they just think, oh, it's just a gym membership. Whereas the majority of the members are like, nah, this is way more than a gym. And I want it to be there when all this, if all this ever ends. And obviously, yeah. you know, to a point it has ended and everybody can come back to the gym. Um, and hopefully that continues to cap, like, you know, forever because we both know how important it is to be healthy. Um and really, like, it carries more value than any sort of wealth, I'd say. Um, 100%, mate, yeah. Can't agree with that well, more. So, mate, I, I, I was wondering, I've always wanted to ask you this. Um, you did rep it out for a couple of years. Like, it grew yep. into, like, one of the bigger competitions in the UK. You know, you've got a couple of them, like, Rainhill that does really well. It's always yep. full. Rep it out is always full. Like, you always, you know, you've always got enough competitors. Mm-hmm. What happened? Like, why did you decide to... To knock it on the head yeah so um basically i mean i come from health and fitness background uh one of my clients works in events so that's how we formed the company in the first place i was like i went to battle of the beast one year and i looked at how it was run and then i thought well you can bring that side of it i can bring the crossfit side of it it's doable we can create a business from this like a lot of things like a lot of competitions start i think they probably look at it from an external point of view and then think that looks all right that looks quite easy and it looks like it's really profitable um when in when in fact it's the absolute opposite it is um, not. <laughs> oh god mate so yeah we we started in 2015 um we started really small but yeah we we managed to do really well on social media we got a lot of good uh, attention from it uh, we had some really good athletes in the first year, I think, which helped. And then obviously that gets your exposure to everybody else. Yeah. Uh, first year, I don't expect to earn a lot of money, um, if, if at all. Uh, we, yeah, we didn't make much to break even. was quite happy with on the first year. Yeah. So then it's all about, well, as you know, starting a business is never going to happen overnight. It's got to be done over many, many years and a lot of hard work. Um, but... I, I wouldn't say I underestimated how much work went into it because I know any business to be successful needs a lot of graft, but it's just months and months of work, mate, like hours and hours of your time. Uh, and me being a little bit of a control freak, I tried to do everything myself as well. And also it needs to, you need to do everything yourself, otherwise you're not going to earn any money from it. Um, so, yeah, second second year came about 2016. It grew, and we keep adding to it. And obviously, as the, as the business keeps growing, uh, and the event keeps growing, you've got to add more um, 
you've got to add more branding, you've got to add more matting, you've got to get better equipment, you've got to get better contacts, you've got to get better t-shirts. And it's just basically a hungry animal that can never be full. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's craft, mate. So 2016, Resident, good, 2007. Well, like, you, you're constantly like constantly thinking about it. I yeah, did. A, I had a little one at our gym. We were like, um, there was probably like forty teams or something like that, forty, fifty teams, yeah. and it was just three months of worrying, <laughs> just all the yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you do them in house, obviously it's not it's not any less stress, but um, you've got at least a few things that are taken off your back yeah, in the sense less to that think about ven- with the facility. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your venue's going to be there. Do you remember, it's um, already kitted out. Do you remember the um the the uh, the compete force worms? Yeah. So um yeah. we that that comp um I think it was your comp and my comp at the time uh, that that James James Guyen dropped in. You think he yep. lives in New Yorker? He dropped into CrossFit 3D and he started talking about it. So I got in touch with him. Yeah. Um, and asked him if he could use his worms at the comp. And that's where that's where he started. But I think he's done a few big comps with them now. I feel like he's done Battle for Middleground, yeah. Rep It Out and all that sort of stuff. So he's, he, I think he started that there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It, I remember him starting. I think, did he go to Reynolds as well once? Yeah, the um, team Reynolds, but, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, he was a nice guy and, and really got involved and, and backed it the whole way, which is what you want basically from a, a sponsor and a kit supplier. Uh, and he was brilliant, and we had no trouble with that. Um, I think the, the, the main issue with um, the competitions is, as I say, I'm a, a bit of a control freak. And when it's when it's in your hands and you can control it, you, there's only yourself to blame. When you have external factors and you have different components coming from everywhere, you have kit coming from somewhere, you have matting coming from somewhere, you have logistics, you have branding, you have the platform for it to work on the leaderboard. You need Wi-Fi connection. Do you know what I mean? Like there's so many different variables and so many different components and something goes wrong every freaking year. And it was, oh, mate, I cannot tell you the amount of stress that I used to go through because I'm a, again, I'm a bit of a perfectionist like that and I want it to be right. Um, and basically it's never going to be perfect. There's yeah. always going to be something that goes wrong. And as a business owner, you have to be adaptable. That's fine. I accept that. But when it's out of your control and you literally can't control that, it's horrible. Uh, and yeah, mate, I, I'd say that I were close to being like ill every single year that I did it. So once it was over uh, and that day that it's on, because we only used to do a one-day competition. Every year I said, well, I'm going to do a two-day competition. And then after, after I'd done that year, I went, I'm not doing a two-day competition because I can't do that for yeah. two days. So then I get back to the gym and then you go back to your own life. And yeah, I just like almost ill. And one year I was ill after it and I never get ill. <laughs> this is the thing. So I was like, this isn't good for me, like yeah. stress-wise. The stress is through the roof for a, for a good few months there, isn't it? And I bet you'd like to oh, it. You're like you think it was October, you wasn't it? And a bit, a bit you dread. Like you get to like yeah. July, and you're thinking, "Oh shit, I've got to start ramping up for, for rep it out again now." It's like start the the social media stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. To be honest with, with us, mate, it used to start in March because we used to oh, yeah. try and advertise it all. The oh way yeah, because you got years, qualifiers obviously. and all that. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, and then, when and- I travelled up to my mates. He lives, uh, he lives in the middle of nowhere, so he, he lives in like the Lake District, but it's like. Yeah. Wherever. So basically, we traveled traveled to his house on a like a Thursday morning, and we just did all the qualifiers in one day. 
And oh, did you? Back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a slog, isn't it? Yeah. It was a good yeah. day, too. Though. We had a laugh and we were very sore. Yeah, but yeah. It, was, um, it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. you did really The best well, thing mate, about yeah. that day, mate, was that we absolutely battered Craig Ritchie and his mate, whoever he was doing. <laughs> that was class. <laughs> did, I think he did like yeah, a bit yeah. of a... I think he did a bit of like he does he does his vlog doesn't he which is well successful and he, he does, he, the yeah. video was proper crying about it and I was just like get in we've, <laughs> we've had him take on. the win off that one mate yeah no you <laughs> yeah. did really well mate with beauty because uh, I didn't know of you and then um, and you just you just bossed it that day it was really good to watch um, and to be honest your training partner I remember looking at him because I don't know maybe I'm being judgmental but he doesn't look he didn't look like a stereotypical crossfitter. Um, so then when he phenomenal, was phenomenal athlete, yeah. Richard, so strong. Really? Mate. I remember, um, remember because, um, so we had the same coach at that time, um, yeah. who owns CrossFit 3D, my mate Matters. And, um, he sent me these videos. I think he did like a 10 rep max back squat at like 160 or something. And he's he's oh, so shit. strong, mate. We yeah, call him Harry yeah, Squatter. Yeah. I mean, you remember him, like he looks like <laughs> Hench Harry Potter, yeah. but yeah, he's yeah. Back, back squats over 200k, like two minute Fran. You know, um, over know. 200 calorie, 10 minute assault bike. He's a super, super fit and lovely bloke as well. Just become a dad yeah, over yeah. last year. Um, top bloke. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, you both did really well. But, um, you still see him a lot? Just just chat, mate. As I said, he lives in like a, like a forest in the middle of nowhere. So um, <laughs> <laughs> he's in this the best place in, right now. Mate. Mate. He lives in this like, he lives in this proper like cut off area, lovely area. Just like so beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's a very long yeah. way away. So we went and watched, um, just before all this crap started, we went and watched John Mayer at the MEN and that was the last time I saw him. So, oh yeah, that was a while ago, yeah? Yeah, a little while ago, that mate. I think, yeah, I can't remember when it, I can't remember when it was. I can't remember when it was. But it was just before anyway. Um, yeah, just before, yeah. So yeah, to, to, to like summarise with that, mate, yeah, we just, we, I just had enough of it. So I think the 2018 was the year that you did it. Um, but that was the year that killed me. Because mm. um, what what people won't know, and obviously you get a lot of shit on social media afterwards. You get entitled CrossFitters who think that they're better than they are, um, and, but they're not. They just they're just amateur CrossFitters at the end of the day. And you know, some people kick off about the pricing, and I'm like, you actually have no idea how much it costs to run an event like this, let alone the profit margins in it. But I mean, that's that's fine. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and. Uh, I suppose it is quite hard to take criticism on something you actually love. You put your heart but and your soul the, into it, mate. Like absolutely, really yeah, yeah. Into it and, for months and months. I remember there was like, um, the, I remember. I think it was the because I think you did, um, you did it for one more year after yeah. I did it, and obviously then it, it stopped. Um, yeah. But I remember there was one girl who'd like had a bad call from a judge or something like that, and she was going off, and it, it went off a little bit online. I remember some very funny posts. Um, it did, mate, I remember yeah. a very, very funny post that you did. I don't know if you want to go into that or not, but that was <laughs> that absolutely killed me. You know, when you're like crying at your phone, like so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, that year that you did it, um, literally the day before, when we were setting up, we ordered 55 of the gym mats to arrive. And I'd rung the company the week before and I said, everything's due for delivery yet. Happy days, yes. So I turned to came to the Saturday, no show. They didn't show up, mate. So months and months of planning and you've got five hours to set an event up and and basically your flooring of the event didn't show up so i ordered the same matting that we've got in the gym uh so in that five hour 
five hours I had to grab a truck off somebody, drive back to my gym, rip my whole gym floor up and take that back to the event and then lay it down and then drive after the event to drive back to the gym to lay it all down at like midnight or whatever so that uh, it was ready for the next day's classes. Yeah. And just shit like that, mate. It's like, I don't need this. That's going <laughs> you know mean? to make anyone ill, mate. That's going to really... Oh, <laughs> So that was it, yeah. And then, and yeah, you're right. The year after, without going into names, there was a certain delightful female who um, who, who decided to take to social media, basically. Uh, and then other people who weren't there got involved. Um, and, and the thing with me, mate, I, I'm happy you can say what you want about people, but don't expect me to sit there and just take it. You're going to get something back if uh, if I think that you're in the wrong. So people in glass yeah, houses, mate. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So I had a lot of dirt on a certain person, um, whether they deny it or not. I know it to be true because they're in my gym as well. So um, I decided to, yeah, just give a little bit back and the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah, that was very funny. And I think uh, yeah, if anyone remembers that, it was really funny. But we won't it was well to. made and I think it got quite a lot of shares and uh, a lot of attention. So, mate. yeah. I was it's quite happy. Yeah, was quite I think happy about that sometimes, and it makes me happy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, part of the reason we've connected over the last year and a half, um, back and forth, has been mainly to do with a lot of the stuff that's going on in in all yep. of our lives at the minute, whether we like it or not, um, and yep. things things we see um, on social media from the government you know, that, that just affects our daily lives. And I think that yeah. we really connected over that. And I don't really, I don't really, we can go into it. I don't, I'm not really too bothered about going into it, but, but I want to, I want to try and like talk about why we connected as, as like people, as men, as lads, blokes, whatever it is. Mm. Um, I think that that'd be, because like when I met you and you met me, we saw, like you said, like earlier, like, oh, here's a bloke I could get on with here. But I think there's like certain, I think there's like really, really important reasons for that. Because I really yeah. value people who who do speak the mind. I value people who are brave enough to say what's right. I value people and I, and I admire people who 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 say what they feel when they feel mm, it's yeah. so. Um yeah. so, yeah, that's that's really why I, I've carried on talking to you and I, and I wanted to invite you on today, really, because you seem like a bloke had wanting my zombie apocalypse team basically yeah yeah i mean like i suppose like anything you, you know you're never going to get on with everybody but I, the same with you but yeah i i appreciate people who are honest to themselves and uh, and if somebody thinks that something's not right then they'll stand up and, and fight their corner and say well yeah it's not right and this is why it's not right and they'll back it up with facts and and, and evidence and science rather than made up bullshit just repeat you know well the guy on the telly said it so you know exactly yeah 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 i've I've, um, I've watched the news five times today and the guy said that we need to do this so we've got to do this yeah yeah it's absolutely maddening isn't it um yeah and uh, that that quality in in men in particular i I do admire is that they you know whatever it is in life whatever set of values or principles that they they hold themselves to is that they hold themselves to them all the time and Mm. no matter what situation you're in you don't relent so for me personally like i know that there's absolutely no reason to wear a mask anywhere um yeah so i don't wear one yeah and then 
I have people telling me, well, I do it to make people feel better. I'm like, well, that's just ridiculous because you're not making anyone feel better, really. What you're doing is you're prolonging the fear and you're increasing the fear in that person and, and the feeling that they should be doing it also. So it's just yeah. things like that, really. Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've exactly the same, mate. I mean, through all of this, yeah, again, without going into too much detail, just things like holidays, I mean, people saying about, about getting you know jabbed i'd say 80 percent of the people that i speak to have only gone and got the vaccination because they want to go on holiday whereas my number one thing in life that i like doing is traveling but yeah. i will not be i will not be held to ransom to to take something that i don't believe well i know for a fact i don't need um and i don't want so why should i do that um just for the sake of being able to go on holiday so i will do without I mean, I, I will find a way around that anyway, because there's always a way. And, you, and if yeah. you're willing to find it, you will do. But I, I'm willing to just say, well, tell you what, I'll take a break from holidays for the next however many years, if that's the case, because I won't. It's just against my principles. I, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't abide by that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mate, someone said to me, um, <clears throat> so I'm getting, I'm getting on a little bit now and I'm going to be a, a master next time we do the Open. Yeah. And one of my like long-term goals has always been to um qualify as a master when yeah. I'm 35 and one of the yeah. lads said to me would you take the jab to get to the states to go and do the yeah. CrossFit games and I was like not a fucking sniff no chance <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and even yeah, yeah. even that like you know because my principles are more important than my goals my values yeah. are more important than my goals and that's admirable mate yeah it, it would be wank wouldn't it like turning that email down and saying no but you know, at the end of it, like, why would I sell my soul for something like, like, I agree with, I'm pretty much on the same boat as in the same boat as you on the, you know, the same understanding, like, there's no reason for me to take it. It doesn't benefit yeah. anyone um, yeah. other than line the pockets of certain people and certain um, pharmaceutical companies. It doesn't do anything for me. I'm just another statistic mm. then in the experiment and I don't want to be part of it. Um, yeah. So yeah. I won't be doing it. No. Yeah. Fair play to you, mate. Yeah. Um, I, but I do believe there'll be a way around it somehow. I think um, so as well, mate. And yeah. and I also think that it might get fobbed off eventually as well. Like I think that a lot of what you see in the news at the minute is just like scaremongering and tactics. Like, oh, double vaccinated people can get through Heathrow Airport quicker. Piss off, mate. How is that going to work? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not going to work. Have you have you seen Heathrow Airport? When you go through, it's chaos. Do you know what I mean? It's like, have you got a weapon? Have you got any cocaine? No sound. Get out. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. you get through when the, you get through. Of course you do, yeah. And and the biggest thing, mate, is, is fear. Uh, the media has done this to everybody. Fear equals compliance. It's as simple as that. And the way that they can get everybody on board is through fear. They've done it all along with how dangerous this non-deadly virus is and that you will die if you get it. Um, or you've got a very strong chance, no matter how healthy you are, and bollocks. Um, and also, you know, you will get on holiday if you have this jab. Well, Guess what? I'm going on holiday next week. Um, I, I found a way to get to get on holiday. I got a ticket for the England game last night. So you can either have double proof of vaccination or you can have a negative test. Well, guess what? I didn't have a test. I went on there. I got a lateral flow freaking test. I've never done one before, so I had no idea. I went onto the government website. I put in my details. I didn't create an account. Um, I didn't do the lateral flow test. I get to the end of the freaking... Um, the, the form that you have to fill in and it says, were you positive, negative or unconfirmed? 
So guess what? I took I ticked negative and then got a text message to say you are negative. I went to Wembley Stadium. The guy at the front uh, had a quick look at my phone. It happened to say my details on it. It could have said anybody's details on it. The word he was looking for was negative. I got let into the stadium. I could have had anybody's name on that. I could have not done a lot of flow. I could have copied and pasted some other guy's email from last year. The word he was looking for was negative. I was not negative. I mean, I'm, I am negative, but I wasn't. The fact is, there's, it's flawless. It, there's flaws. Sorry, it's not flawless. There's flaws yeah. in every system. And this is a rush through system. And it's it's terrible. There's flaws in it. And if you, no wonder that our cases, mate, are so fucking high because I'm allowed to swear on this, all right? Of course you are, mate. Crack on. Sorry, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, no wonder the cases are so high when people can just go on, not even do a test and just click positive and go, do you know what? I fancy a week off work this week. Happy days. I'll stay yeah. home and get paid. And you don't have to scroll that far through any sort of like post on Facebook to find a lot of people saying yes. And like, like the football at the minute, England are through to the final. Um, I saw a load of comments like I'm going to book another week off furlough. I think I've, I think I've got a cough. Do you know what I mean? St- stuff like that. Like, yeah. People are just taking massive advantage of it. And those are the people who hate the life and don't like going to work. And, and yeah, you know, which is absolutely another thing, isn't it? Like, you know, if I was in my old job that I hated, I'd love a load of time off. I absolutely hate yeah. it. But obviously, yeah, got off my ass and did something about it. Like you did, you know, you did, a, you've got, you, you do a job you love. Um, yeah. You know, sat behind a desk wishing the time away, which is where most yeah, people, unfortunately. You, yeah, you've hit, you, you've hit the nail on the head and that was one of the points I wanted to cover. And, and I'm sure you've covered it many times in, in many conversations, but that's exactly right, mate. Yeah. Most people don't like the life. Um, most people are employed hate going to work, they wake up on a Monday morning, dread going to work, can't stand the job, can't stand the people they work with, um, might not even go on holiday. So this this isn't, hasn't really affected a lot of people. Um, whereas if you are a successful business owner and you love your job or you, you t- you know, you're adventurous and you live your life full, this has had a massive effect on people. But unfortunately, we're in the minority. So most people like... I am, I am generalizing, but the majority of people don't like doing shit. They just like sitting at home and they're quite happy to sit at home and get paid, especially the first lockdown when it was sunny. It's yeah. like being on holiday. It's like getting in, I get to sit in my paddling pool and drink beer every day and I get paid for it. Yeah. That, and that's yeah. so sad, isn't it? And that's why you've got, like, and I've had it loads of times, even me, who were like, I got jabbed to go on holiday because the, the lives are crap. The holiday, the two weeks a year they go away is an escape. It's like, yeah. oh, I can get away from a life that I hate and then then back to it. And then I can earn enough money yeah. for another holiday next year. That's really yeah. sad. It's really sad, isn't it? it? Is we live for two weeks out of 52. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I hate thinking that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a waste of life, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, if you, you spend the majority, the majority of your day awake, you spend it doing stuff you don't like to do, then what sort of life is that? It's slavery. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I mean, we had, we had a girl who's just uh, left the police to come and be a coach down at our place. And I had a chat with her a bit ago and she was like, I hate my job. And I said, well, do something about it then because nobody else is going to do it. It's your life. You've only got one life. What's the point? And I used that same analogy. I was like, yeah, in a day, you sleep for eight hours, you work for eight or nine hours, and then you might train and then maybe sit on the sofa. As I said, so the majority of, of your awake life 
is at work. So why are you doing something that you, that you absolutely despise? So she's moved over, mate, and she's happy as she's ever been. So Respect it, for that, mate. That's absolutely yeah, brilliant. Just and have it the is balls hard. and go it's, do it's it. It's not easy, is it? Like, you know, I, you know, I've told this story too many times on this podcast. I did it. Five-year-old mortgage. No, yeah. and I literally had zero one client I was training for free in three classes I was coaching and was like right let's fucking go let's figure it out wasn't prepared yeah. to live a shit life anymore and it, obviously yeah. not everyone quit can quit and become a PT or a CrossFit coach and yeah please think carefully about becoming a CrossFit coach because um, that's a very very t- tough thing to make a living from as you as you know if you don't own a business as well it's a very very difficult thing to make a living from um, mm. very tough Um but yeah, whilst being very rewarding at the same time, hundred percent. If you can, yeah, if you work hard enough, you can make it happen. Yeah. It's just that there's yeah. not a very high success rate of it. No, um, right. And that's a whole other podcast in itself. You've got a, you've got a yeah. many strings to you both for that one. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like Absolutely. you know, it, it would be it would be great if most people found something they loved and then built a life around it instead of loving going on holiday because it's an escape from the matrix that they live in. Yeah. 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 Just, just go and do it. If you can, uh, there's no point in being unhappy. Like at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who are unhappy in their life. Um, and I don't understand why people would want to be unhappy. Like you, you see all the time, even, even some people that come into the gym, they're miserable, mate. And like, I'm like, why would you want to live the majority of your life being miserable? Like you want to be happy, surely. And you want to feed off positive, happy people. And then your, your world will be way more enriched than it was before. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we, we kind of try and create as, you know, as positive atmosphere in the gym. And we just delete negativity really. So we've had members that we've got rid of in the past who were bad apples because they're not good for the gym. And it might cause a bit of a stir for a day maybe a week at best and then guess what there's, there's another day life moves on um and the business keeps going and it's a better place because of it whilst yeah. these people are still very bitter that they're not part of it but never look at themselves yeah we've had that we've had a, we've had half a dozen sort of like um poison members who um just make the experience a little bit negative people and we've done the same we just messaged them and said yeah. do you, do you want to leave don't worry about paying the rest of the month we'll give it you back um, yeah and it's always it's always positive because it either gives someone a bit of a check that they need to stop being a dickhead or um, yeah. they move on to something else and everybody's happier um yeah because you, you know your environment's really important and it just changes your perspective on life if someone comes in with a shit you know look on the face and they're all mug and you know glum then it brings everybody down but and equally if you've got a buzzing environment it's just like think about saturday morning class in in the gym mate bouncing oh like, the best the, the what, best thing ever, walking into Sorry. walking into the gym when the class is like going mid-workout yeah music on yeah. everyone's there having a good time it's just the best place mate it is it is so yeah this isn't a hard self away for crossfit or crossfit 3d in it all right 3d yeah, CrossFit yeah, yeah. so this isn't, a, this isn't a hard sell for that. But yeah, if you are listening and you're not a CrossFit member, go become a CrossFit member. <laughs> Honestly, like, I just would, I just could, like, think about training any other way. Like, I just couldn't no. train any, any other way now. Like, nice. There's, there's, um, there's nothing I could It's hard to get around and, like, you, you, you can vary it up. You can do a bit of bodybuilding, a bit of functional bodybuilding, but I just hate the old global gym environment. It's, um, 
everybody's got their headphones, not talking to anybody. And that's once you've been in that community and that and that environment, it's very hard to to like break away from that. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't train with your top off in Globo as well, so there's no point. Yeah, absolutely, in, mate. Yeah. In November, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> not doing it i went to a weightlifting gym once and um, was working with um, a guy i've had on the podcast actually fantastic weightlifting coach called sean mclaughlin and i went into his gym wow. it's like a weightlifting gym and a globo gym and i was sweating my back out because i'd done like four reps <laughs> so i took my uh, took my top off and then one of the, one of the tt's he works there was like fucking get that on your scruff you're not allowed to do that <laughs> whoops yeah who wants to be in a place like that mate i know sat clap um <laughs> Yeah, so mate, um, the guys at your gym. So what I wanted to talk about was any any people who come into your gym. So honesty is one of my values we were talking about earlier. One of my guiding principles in life is honesty. Um, how do you approach people and members who come into your gym who don't really know why they're there or like what they want out of it? Like they're like, I think I need to come to the gym. I think I need to be in shape. Do you know what I mean? Those sorts yeah, of things. Good shout. I mean, I'm not I'm not a natural salesperson. This is why we have somebody in the gym who takes care of that, who is. Um, so basically, like, I mean, our business is way better for taking that person on. But yeah, I, I do find it hard to sell to people. It's not natural to me. But basically, my my main angle that I say to people is, well, if you if your car breaks down. Do you go and get it fixed? How much money do you spend on your car every single month? And all that, that car does is get you to work and back. Um, whereas uh, your health is the most, the single most important thing in your life, or should be. It's not for a lot of people, but it should be. Um, and why would you not invest a fraction of the cost of your car uh, in keeping yourself fit and healthy, which will prolong your life, your longevity, and have you... Uh, give you a better quality of life overall so take the 70 pound a month or whatever it is 50 pound a month whatever your membership is uh, and you times that by 12 it's it's not a it's not a big outlay um yeah i like that because it compared, to- like cost wise <laughs> that works really well that because you like you bring money into it and you should do because you know there should be an investment in your health and it should cost something i think like yeah it should cost something you could make pay nine, nine £9.99 and go to a pure gym and it's shit. Yeah. It's absolutely shit. Like what am I doing today? I don't know. Chest again. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's 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 one of them. It's it's not a great environment. There's no guidance, there's no coaching. Your technique could be all over the gaff. Um, yeah. and yeah, like yeah, it is weird, it's a weird one, isn't it? Like to to sell a membership. Like almost mm. like people think I need to go to the gym. They get in touch, and then like, so the first the first thing the main thing I do is try and find out absolutely the deepest darkest secret why they're coming to the gym. Like they might not even know it. They, yeah. they, might, they yeah. might not even know it. Like if it's someone who's overweight or whatever, you might find out that like the die the dad died of heart disease because they were overweight. And it's just like eventually just asking enough questions to get all the way down to that point. And yeah. then that's like, just like your guiding principles or values in life. That's your reason to stay at the gym. Um, your why? Keep coming to the gym. Yeah, your why? Because it's like, Dave, you had last week off, mate. Is everything okay? And it's like, oh, I couldn't be asked. It's like, Dave, do you want to, you know, gently remind them of the why? Like, do you remember why you told mm. me you want to come here? 
Like we agreed that we'd come here to keep you at a certain weight, to build strength, you know, to look good naked and to stay away from whatever it is. Like, you know, to stay away from obesity, to stay away from heart disease and stress and all that sort of stuff. So it's just yeah, stuff like I've used that in the past and I use that in most of my conversations with, with new, new or prospective members. Um, and it, it usually works pretty well. But I love that car analogy, mate, because, you know, you pay a load of money for your car that just gets you to work. Yeah, yeah, got, mate. If you've, if you've got no, if your body's fucked, like life shit. Of course it is. Yeah, well, you get, yeah, you'll need to use your car a lot more. <laughs> so. Yeah, mate. I get a bit of knee pain, and I'm like, oh god damn, I can't lift. Do you know what I mean? It's like I need a need a little <laughs> bit of time. Do you know what I mean? It's it's rubbish. Yeah, yeah, and like you say, people people do put that monetary aspect onto it, and they go, well, well, it might be quite expensive that seventy pound or whatever it is. And you go, well, yeah, but like you say, you got you got your programming, you've got the community, you've got we we organize nights out, we have barbecues, we have um loads of the groups divide off and they have nights out. You'll, you'll create a whole new community that you weren't necessarily around before. Um you've got 25 classes or whatever, we whatever it is, like are you getting coached through it? Like there's a lot of value in that membership. Um yeah, so, it goes, whereas you it goes might, beyond like you I, think you look at it like a bank transaction every month and you're like, oh, that's that's a lot of money that I could spend that on a night out or take my missus mm-hmm. out or whatever it is. It's like, yeah, but your quality of life, like playing with your kids when you're older, you know, being confident if you ever do get an holiday it's just to wear shorts around the around the pool or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Like there's so many benefits to being in shape. And and the main one is staying alive for longer with a better quality of life. And if, if this sort of that, I've never looked at statistics as much as I've looked at statistics over the past year and a half. And what I can <laughs> see you. blatantly, obviously is that main, the main thing that kills people is being overweight. Oh, that is man. it. And it's we, not like, yeah. a fat, I, I hate that. I have to even think about putting this disclaimer on it. I'm not, fat shaming I've, I've got nothing like my i started my job so i could help people who were overweight overweight that's what i do yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what that's why i educate myself that's why i work so hard to help people be healthier and happier so it's nothing to do with that it's just that that's the biggest thing and it's just like totally normalized nowadays and it's not highlighted and i don't say and tell this little story and it's going to sound proper harsh but i'll just say now that i said it in a really nice way but this guy comes into the gym who's been coming for um since one of the lockdowns i can't remember lovely guy tries hard you know he does everything right in the gym he's pretty he's overweight like he's a good 20 or so kilograms overweight and he comes in and says tom i really want to get to get pull-ups what should i do and he's like i'm gonna try yeah. some lap pull downs and chin over barrels and, and i'm like yeah i'm like yeah yeah and the main thing mate is lose some weight yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like, you know, like a spear had just gone like, like his neck, like he was gutted. <laughs> he was gutted. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, that is the main thing holding you back, mate. You're pretty strong. But yeah, yeah. Your, power, your strength to body weight ratio is not great. You are overweight. Lose some weight and you'll have loads of pull-ups. Yeah, man. It is a, it's a tough one, especially uh, when you're trying to say it to a female as well. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously guys have got a, uh, you know, got more upper body strength than a female naturally, uh, unless they really work at it. But it depends on what obviously the type of athlete. But if, if you're a big dude, yeah, 
you've got a lot of weight to carry. It's not going to be easy to pull yourself up there, but it's a lot easier to say it to a guy than it is to a female. So you have to yeah. kind of <laughs> manipulate your words a little bit. It's uh, weird because I found with girls. In a nice way. Yeah, I found with girls that they tell me before I ask them. So before yeah. I get to it, I think girls are a little bit more self-aware and they're like, I know I'm overweight. Do you know what I mean? Like they're mm. already gonna, they're just gonna tell you, and then I'm like, yeah, and we need to get stronger as well. Yeah, like it. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. It's it's very interesting that like people's um, self awareness and a perception of themselves as athletes and as people. Like I remember the one yeah. one girl started called Beth. She's lovely. She's mint. She's one of our, one of my favorite members, and she's she's lost twenty five kilograms in like. I can't, I can't, epic. Not that long either, mate. It's like it was less than anyway. She's done so well. And then so much work. when she started, she'd been coming like three weeks. She went, I'm gonna get a pull-up. And I was like, No, you're fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> got some serious words. I've got the text on my phone still. So funny. Like, no, you're not. She's like, I'm gonna get one by November. And I was like, You ain't. I said, next November. <laughs> and next November, she did have three strict pull-ups. Was, we had a good we obviously had a few chats it wasn't just like nah have, can you x sling your hook um yeah but it, yeah but it yeah just um managing expectations is a really important one isn't it i think no oh, yeah it's, it's people skills mate yeah and, and and knowing your members um but it's it's a huge thing like we touching on the obesity thing it's massive mate i mean we know that we know for a fact that obesity costs the wider cost of the nhs is 37 billion pounds per year that is an enormous amount of money like it's absolutely ridiculous amount world of hunger a couple of times you know? yeah, just a few mate yeah uh, you've got now 28 percent of adults are obese and 36.2 percent of them are overweight you've got kids uh, between the age of 10 and 11 21 percent of kids are obese 14 percent are overweight it's disgusting we are in an obesity pandemic not a covid pandemic um and we know for a fact that being obese and being overweight uh, increases your chance of being hospitalized by 78% um, from COVID. Like, these are just facts that people are just choosing to ignore. But why are we not doing anything about the obesity pandemic? Like, why are we not doing, why are we not giving incentives on health? The, if I believe for one second the government gave a fuck about our health, they would be doing stuff like uh, creating incentives. They would be saying, look, you know, like Vitality, they would be going, right, uh, use this tracker. If you can hit 12,500 steps every single day, we'll give you a free coffee at the end of the week or we'll give you, I don't know, um, a discount on your holiday. We'll give you 10% off your gas bill. We'll give you uh, some... Your insurance, dis- your insurance should be lower. Do you know? Well, if, it like could you- be anything, yeah. You can, like, you can, yeah, I mean, I think it's in, um, is it, in, is it in Russia. You do thirty squats and you get a free ride on the subway or something like that. Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I don't know how, but I've seen, I've seen something like good. that. But like, I mean, for me, mate, the incentive is being el- being healthy, being capable. Like, the incentive uh, for me is a longer, happier life. Like, the incentive for me is like looking better naked and being like, man, I'm in shape and I'm not like embarrassed yeah. and or ashamed about my body because it says a lot. It says a lot about you, what? doesn't it? Of course it doesn't. Then you, you hold yourself better, your self-esteem improves, you become a more confident person and your whole quality of life improves. Yeah, you're a better so, fellow, you're a better wife, you're a better husband, you're a better dad, you're a better mate. Got more energy. Yeah. You're hundred you're hundred percent you. You're not you're not you with a load of anxiety and worries and stress. 
because you're yeah. overweight and or, or your health's in shit state. You're like, I'm me and I'm not asked. Like, I'm, I'm confident, I'm healthy, I'm happy. Um, and like, why know, would you not I want always that? think like healthy body, healthy mind anyway. And I don't believe that anybody yeah. who is in poor health could possibly have a fully healthy mind. No, yeah, I'm with you, mate. I'm with you. Um, it, it's painful to look at when um, nothing that you see from the government is to improve your health. All it is is to do to, prov- to pr- provide a magic pill, which is the vaccine. It's like, oh, don't worry about anything else. Don't, don't, why are we not putting adverts up about taking vitamin D? Why are we not putting adverts about nutrition and exercise and putting these stats up saying that if you are obese, you are more likely to end up in hospital through COVID? Look at the, the obese countries around the world. The, the countries that have got the lowest obesity rates have got the lowest deaths of COVID yeah. it's not coincidence uh, this is basic stuff but we're not advertising this we're not trying to improve people's health and it's down to our job as fitness professionals to try and do that but fighting a losing battle mate because the people who come to the gym have already got an invested health uh, invested interest yeah. in it anyway we're trying to target the other people who aren't who haven't been educated as well, who um, are struggling with the health, who might need that help and that kick up the ass. But the problem is, mate, is that these habits are driven in and they've been driven in for a long time. Uh, And the biggest thing that I want to see from the government and schools is implementing this sort of shit in schools. Um, I've said it ever since I got into the health. Absolutely, mate. Ever since I got into the health industry, I've been saying this, like, this needs to happen in schools. We've, like, I, I worked in a school for a bit and I did a mod, I did six weeks on trying to teach the kids how to eat well. And then there was another two weeks left in the term. And I spent loads of time on nutrients, macronutrients, uh, what food you should be eating, blah, blah, blah. Went into it. Um, and then two weeks before the end of term, he cut it out and he said, oh, we're having chocolate week this week. So I won't need you to do that class. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I've just spent six weeks trying to educate these kids about healthy eating and you're doing a chocolate week, not a chocolate day, a chocolate week leading up to a time of the year when everybody's really unhealthy, which was Christmas. Uh, I was like, what is that installing? Um, and they need to be like the, the countries around Europe, they've got low obesity rates. Employ this stuff in schools, mate. They, mm. they have modules. This should be taught on the curriculum. Forget fucking sewing and uh, woodwork, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Just teach people how to look after themselves, and then you will change a generation. Yeah. And then what will happen is you will they will take the next generation, and it will keep going. But it might take three generations to change that. You will never change anything from the top down. You need to change it from the bottom up. Uh, and I'm really passionate about it because I'm like, why are we not doing this? I don't, it's the simplest thing to do. You could be teaching this in schools and you could change it and we could all be healthier people. We could live longer. Um, you can shave branches off a tree, mate, but you're never going to get to the root of the problem. And it blows my mind that this shit is not happening. Yeah, that, it's super frustrating, mate. It's really frustrating. Like you said, it's when everyone comes to the gym, you tell everyone this and they just nod and be like, yeah, I totally agree, mate. But then you start talking about it in Tesco or anywhere else and people are like, mm-hmm. you've got, like, you've got three heads, like you, you're the health freak, freak or, you know, the weirdo or like, oh, that exercise stuff. How do you, yeah. how do you find the time to do that? How do you not find the time to do that? Like Absolutely. How do you go through life without giving yourself a little bit of time to be a better person. I'm not yeah. down my nose at anyone who doesn't exercise. No. What I'm saying is that you're missing out on a massive aspect of life that could massively improve yours and you can be there for your family for longer and you're better. 
Yeah, and I've witnessed. I argue as well that the government are actually opposing it. Like, yeah, to help out. You know, Shut jump in jab and you're going to save everyone's life. Nah, go yeah. for a walk and stop eating so much shit and getting levered exactly. every Wednesday. Yeah, it's, it's simple stuff, isn't it? And it really shouldn't be that complicated, but we make it complicated. But the, it's, it's society nowadays with, like you say, we're normalising obesity. Like, uh, you're not allowed to fat shame. Well, I'm sorry, but I get called, I've been called selfish because I don't want to take the vaccine. I'm like, well, why am I selfish? Like, I, I look after myself. I eat well. I train. I train hard. I keep myself in shape. I'm not a burden on the NHS, and yet you're wanting me to take something that I don't need because that'll make you feel better. Well, who's the selfish one? Am I the selfish one, or are you for expecting mm. me to do that? Um, but we've we've all been like brainwashed into believing that um, people who don't want that it, it's it's a selfish attitude. When I would argue the other way around. Yeah, and and I don't. Um... I don't think that lots of people believe that that you and I are selfish people. Like I've, I've spoken to people who've had it doctors and everyone alike. They don't think any less of me are taking it. I think that it's being portrayed through social media that if you don't take it, you know, you're selfish. Whereas a lot of people, a lot of people who've had it are just like, yeah, fine. You do you. So I mm. think it's like, it's pushed that way, isn't it? It makes us feel that way. It make and that's part of it. That's part of the 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 ploy, the scheme to get us on it by guilting yeah. us into it. But I think that that yeah, comes yeah. through social media, mate. I don't think it comes through actual people who've got a brain, um, because they're like it's like this sort of an. I heard this analogy the other day, mate. It was like Dan have got uh, new sunglasses, but mine won't work unless yours are on. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's insane, and I've definitely. Of course, it is, mate. Yeah, because it's it's true, mate. It's 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 good, but the I, I you say that about like some people don't think that, but I think in the gym environment we're surrounded by people who are in our mindset. And I said this to one of my friends the other day. I said, "Well, um, everybody I speak to uh, is not worried about COVID," and he's like, "Well, that's because you are hanging around like fitness freaks and athletes, whereas mm. I'm hanging around my mum and dad." So there is the other side of that. And there are some people I know for yeah. a fact who, who do think that like that. Um, but, you know, we, yeah, like you say, we've been manipulated into thinking like that. Or oh, is that just how you think? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, like thinking about it that way, like you made me think about that. Like there are people who you do see in Tesco who are like pear shaped and they are probably just terrified of the telly. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and you've been, they've been told you're going to die from this if you get it. Like, you know, get get told that every day of your life for a year and a half and probably going to start believing it. <laughs> Mate, yeah. He's like, he's like listening to myself, talking to you sometimes. Like, I, I said this, I was even talking about yesterday at the game. I was like, somebody sits you down. Basically, last year you were told to sit inside and not go out, which is very bad for your health anyway. Mm. And then just plonk you in front of a television and they're hammering it down your throat every single day, five, six, seven times a day on the news. Uh, so if, if I sat next to you, Every day and I, every hour I went, mate, Tom, you're a bit of a knobhead, you. Uh, and I said that to you every single hour for six months. You're probably going to start thinking you're a bit of a knobhead after about a week, let alone let alone 18 months. I am. Uh, and it... <laughs> hey, we all can be, mate. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. And it's, you know, it's, it's very easy to control people's minds like that. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sitting thinking outside couple, the box. I sent you that video a couple of months ago, didn't I, from Academy of Ideas on like mass psychosis. Did, yeah. Can sanity return? And he talk, he's a really clever guy, whoever he is. Um, he cites a lot mm. of Carl Jung and he said, uh, talks about how fear is used to make people comply because when people are fearful, you can just get them to do whatever you want, anything you want, Absolutely. you know. If you, yep. if you, and if you, the most powerful thing that you can use over somebody is the fear of death, mm-hmm. you know, take life yep. away from someone and people, that's it. People are like, right, well, I don't want to die. I'll do anything. I'll do anything you say at that point. Um, yep. And then yep. if, if they're not bothered about themselves, they, you know, they worry about the loved ones or the family or whatever it is, or the, the friends. Um, so yeah, it, 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 you know, they've done a very good job of terrifying people. Um, yeah, the the thing with all this again is, is like there's so many different aspects to it, but I said it all along is the collateral damage, and we don't hear about anything else other than COVID. Apparently, there's only one virus, disease, illness right now. There's only COVID. Um, whereas people say, "Oh, well, you haven't had anybody uh, seriously affected by COVID," and I'm like, "No, I haven't." Um, and to be honest, I don't know that many people that have, but. Um, at the same point, I have had somebody seriously affected through cancer because my auntie could not get a doctor's appointment for three months. She had to do Zoom appointments with a with doctor because yeah. they wouldn't let her into the fucking surgery, which is ridiculous, when she needed to see somebody. So they gave her antibiotics, three lots of antibiotics. She missed three appointments. Well, not missed three appointments, had Zoom appointments three times. She was given three lots of antibiotics. And then she's been diagnosed with terminal lung cancer and ovarian oh, cancer. Man. And mate, she, she, I hope she's not. She, she won't mind me speaking about it, but she, she hasn't got that long left. Um, so I do know somebody who has been directly affected by it indirectly. There's, mate, there's been so many. There's been apparently there's been thousands of undiagnosed cancers and illnesses. Of course, there is. I've got. Um, there's a lovely girl who who um, comes to the gym, and she's um, she's just got a new job in Manchester hospitals and it's called the COVID recovery. Um, and I'm like, right, what, what's that? Like reco- more recovery stuff from COVID. And she's like, no, it's from all the missed surgeries and undiagnosed patients, like the massive backlog, like they're giving people jobs to start seeing NHS patients again. Yeah. 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 Mate, to start, it's, to, it's to insane. Control. It's so insane. to recover from, it's absolutely insane. Now, nobody's saying that any death is good or like or more important no. than the other, but you are made to feel like that that COVID death is more important than any other death. And it's just about just being disproportionate. You've got to look at it from every angle, and there's there's more than just COVID going on right now. Um, and when people can't get a, a simple doctor's appointment, you, something's wrong. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah, I mental, really feel mate. for you, mate. That's absolutely horrendous. And uh, it's, it's, shocking. It's, it's sad to think that you, there's many, many more people out there like that um, who've, who've been living with something, you know, that can can be potentially like really, really harmful like that. Absolutely, um, yeah. Super sad. Yeah. Super sad. Um, um, but other than that, like proactively, you know, we can all we can all change the way we live for the better. And if you are worried about COVID, if you are worried about you know ischemic heart disease, if you are worried about any of those things, like taking ownership of your own health and the way you live, is the most powerful thing you can do in the short and long term. Like there's there's nothing else you could do. No one's going to come in and save you. It's you know no external factor is going to change 
you more than you going out and sorting yourself out, seeking some advice, getting a coach, joining Wakefield CrossFit, like whatever it is that you do, like CrossFit Wakefield. Sorry, yeah, like, yeah. Whatever you, whatever you do. Whatever you enjoy, basically, just go and find something that you enjoy. And then that's the only thing. If you don't enjoy it, you won't do it. There's something out there for everybody. Yeah. I, I, but you know loads of lads it. who've like taken up cycling or like fucking yeah. whatever. Like, you know, like you don't, it doesn't have to be CrossFit. It doesn't have to be anything. It could be football. It could be rock climbing, whatever it is. Just something that you buzz off, go and do it and get out of breath and sweaty and strong doing it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah. It's uh, like you said, it's, it's completely empowering. I just wish more people were like it. Um, but unfortunately, I can't. I don't want to seem like a negative Nelly, but it needs to be changed in schools. Otherwise, we're not going to see a shift in society. Um, and and the, there's only only an upward trend with obesity uh, and people being overweight. And I can't see it changing any time soon, unfortunately. But absolutely, mate. Yeah. we were, I'd say there's probably only a handful. Maybe I can count on two hands the amount of people who you've completely transformed their life, you know, when they've gone from, say, like you say, like somebody's left, lost 25 kilos, like there's probably only about 10 people in your whole fitness journey that you can say that's happened. Most of them, you've definitely improved, but a lot of them, uh, they've got into bad habits, but you, you wish you could help and change everybody. That's our job, mate. And I do care for people's health uh, and posting shite about covid is a way that i'm trying to get it out there that there is another way and you don't yeah. have to be scared of, of this you can you can go and and look after yourself and take ownership of it because that's that is empowering yeah absolutely mate absolutely uh, I'm, I'm totally on your page and i think that like i'd like to start you know sharing that sort of information a bit more because it's more proactive it's more positive than just saying this is bollocks this is bollocks yeah i mean i know we need to say that and we need to point it out to people that it's okay to think anything different because it you know it is people need to think a bit differently um yeah. but on the other on the flip side of it we do need to start promoting that health is everything and like the you know you've got a bank account with your health you know as well as the one that you know you earn your money into and you put your money in um yeah mate it's been um, absolutely class catching up. It's been brilliant to yeah. talk to you. Um, I hope you enjoyed the game last night. I hope oh, I certainly did, man. That's why I'm recovered. a little bit <laughs> uh, But uh, I'm going to do it all again on Sunday because I've got a ticket for the final as well. So happy days. Hey, it's yeah, you don't have to jump through all these hoops, mate. You don't have to sell your soul to to live your life. Like, you, you know, that, you're a great example of that, mate. Um, yeah, yeah. But thank you very much, pal. It's been mint catching up and we'll definitely do this again soon. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Bye. Thanks for having us, bud.